Thank you for hitting the download and subscribe button on iTunes and Google Play. This is Steven Jensen. You're listening to the Fight Talk Podcast. Uh, I recorded this on November the 1st. It is now November the 2nd while I record this intro, but November the 1st is when I had this conversation. The first day of No Shave November, so if anyone's participating, good luck in your journey this month. Um, I shaved my face yesterday with a razor for the first time in like five years, so I'm completely clean shaven for the first time in forever. Looking forward. It feels great, by the way. For anyone who hasn't shaved in a long time, my face feels phenomenal. It's, it's weird actually being able, to, being able to feel my face. Uh, but that being said, you know, anyone who's doing this, uh, you know, good luck, like I said, on your journey for the next 30 days. And, uh, you know, let me know uh, how it goes. I'll probably post some pictures at the end, like, you know, like, you know, clean shaven face versus, you know, however massive this gets. Because my hair grows so fast, I'll probably have a, uh, probably a full beard within the next probably five, six days, to be completely honest. So uh, if you want to check me out. Uh, without any facial hair, I guess, uh, just pay attention to my social media over the coming days and my, uh, my Snapchat if you're on that, but, uh, that's enough about me, but I just want to give a plug out there to No Shave November, because I'll be participating for sure this month. Um, as far as this conversation goes today, I'm talking to Kevin Lee Davidson, KLD, one of my favorite professional wrestlers on the independent pro wrestling scene right now. Uh, he's all over the place. We're going to talk about Glory Pro, uh, wrestling. We're going to talk about Southern Underground Professional Wrestling, Stuff Graphs. Uh, we're going to talk a whole bunch of stuff. We even talk a little uh, WCW, some cruiserweights. Drop some names you probably haven't heard in a while. Um, before we get started, make sure to check out Heroes and Legends. They're celebrating 15 years in business, and make sure to check them out at WrestleCade. So they're a pro wrestling collectible company that specializes in action figures, pro wrestling memorabilia, vintage magazines and programs, you know, anything you can think of with pro wrestling uh, collectibles. And they're bringing Ken Shamrock and Dan Severn two massive legends in the world of mixed martial arts as well as professional wrestling to WrestleCade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. That's November the 25th. I plan on being there as well. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Also make sure to check out Heroes and Legends on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HL Pro Wrestling. Um, and also I want to give a shout out to Williamson Brothers Barbecue before we get started because, man, I've been eating their sauce. It's so damn good. Just jump on walmart.com, search tab Williamson Bros. Check it out. I'll tell you more about uh, Williamson Bros right at the end of the show. I'll tell you about my other great sponsors as well at the end. But just you know, make sure you're checking out that sauce. Make sure you're uh, getting your uh, your plans made for November the 25th, WrestleCade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It's going to be a great time. And not even just for Heroes and Legends. There's going to be so many people at this thing. I mean, it's going to be awesome. There's going to be wrestling. There's going to be live everything. So it's just going to be a great fan experience. And I don't want you guys to miss out as fans because I'll be making the trip. From Nashville to Atlanta, and then Atlanta to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I hope you're looking forward to this conversation. So, once again, without any further ado, kick back, relax, and enjoy this conversation here. Talking a whole bunch of pro wrestling with one of the best independent professional wrestlers on the scene right now, KLD, Kevin Lee Davidson, here on the Fight Talk Podcast. I'm doing great. How about yourself, man? Good, good. On the phone right now, I've got Kevin Lee Davidson, also known as KLD, uh, independent professional wrestler who I've been seeing all over the place lately. I go and I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I uh, travel up to uh, Glory Pro Wrestling in the St. Louis, Missouri area. They run shows out of Alton, uh, Illinois as well. I also see him at Southern Underground Pro, uh, SUP, Subgraphs, here in Nashville, Tennessee. 
Um, Kevin, man, you're all over the place right now. Uh, how busy is your schedule right now? Oh, man, just give me a taste. Uh, today's Wednesday, tomorrow's Thursday. I'll be from Omaha at about 10 a.m. Uh, we'll then head to Chicago for Friday and Saturday, and then I will be in Dallas on Sunday, straight from Chicago, and then I have to come up and be in class on Monday afternoon. So it's, it's, it's pretty jam-packed. Okay, so you mentioned class. Uh, are you currently like going what what are you going towards right now are you trying to get a degree uh in anything specific in in like a university right now yeah yeah i'm wrapping up i'm trying to uh, i'm full uh i'm full on for wrestling right now but when i you know you know the body can't do it for forever so i'm currently wrapping up a degree in physical education so i'm hoping to be a gym coach when i'm done with wrestling oh dude perfect that they, that's yeah. that's awesome <laughs> Dude, well, and that's always good to hear, man, because, like, even if you, even, no matter you or anyone else, even if you make it at the highest level in pro wrestling, there is a life after wrestling, or at least there should be for people. Like, you know, I, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, um, right up the street from the Steiner brothers, and, you know, Rick Steiner is nowadays, he's, like, involved in, like, the public education school board, he sells real estate, he's, like, this, like, really oh, well-known, man. yeah, he's, like, this well-known, like, business guy in Atlanta now, and Scott Steiner owns a Shoney's restaurant right up the street, too. So, you know, that's just a perfect example. Two guys who made it at the highest of the high in wrestling. And that's not to say, you know, they don't have money. It's just you got to do something else when you're done. You know, you, you want to retire at a, from wrestling at, you know, an age where you still got your health and, and your well-being and, and then move on to something new. Yeah, so. exactly. Especially a team like this. You know, I mean, you could even argue the Steiners are one of the greatest tag teams of all time. So it's cool. It's cool that Rick's in the public education system. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's like this real good dude. He's he's a part of the school board and and also like I said, sells real estate on the side. I'm always seeing his ads like all over the place on Twitter and stuff. But I even hear stuff from like my friends who are still back in Atlanta or in like the Marietta area. And every now and then, they're like, man, I dropped by Shoney's and Big Papa Pump was just hanging out at, at you know because he's got a bar inside the Shoney's and it's like, you know, right. you know, for if I lived around the area, I'd be I'd be popping in all the time, you know, um, but <laughs> so. <laughs> no, KLD, are you are you originally from the uh, the St. Louis area? Yeah, born and bred, uh, Okay, good deal. So, is it is it uh is it just coincidence then, kind of how everything happened with wrestling in like in the area that you're in? Because um, I don't know this for sure, but I'm I'm assuming did you train with Big Mike Michael Elgin at his school, and then that's how you have the link to Glory Pro and all that stuff. So am I as a fan. I mean, <clears throat> I make the trip, like I mentioned, it's a five-hour drive to, to get there from Nashville. We, me and my roommate, like, luckily, I've got a roommate I've known for forever, and he is really into pro wrestling, too. So, like, the two of us jump in my truck. We drive up to St. Louis five hours. <clears throat> we hit the uh, hit the Denny's before we drive back, the five hours back after the show. And, and that's, you know, and that's, 
I mean, that's what we do on those Sundays when those shows are. And, and the promotion, Glory Pro, as well as Southern Underground, there's a lot of great stuff going on. But Glory Pro especially, I'm not just saying this because you're on my show. I talk about it on my show all the time. It is the best money, the best show for your money in, in pro wrestling right now. I think I think anywhere. Like, for, for like, the as cheap as the tickets are and who comes through that territory, that promotion, you can't beat that. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's what, I mean, that's really one of the things we had in mind when we started Glory Pro. Uh, there was two, two things we really wanted to do. We wanted to be able to, you know, like you said, give an affordable ticket so, you know, a family of four, a family of five, six, you know, they can all come out, all have a, you know, an enjoyable Sunday afternoon. And two, you know, like you said, we bring in, you know, some, some of the greatest talent around, but we're also building it around homegrown talent, you know, like, of course you just sprinkle, you know, the night of the Cena Callahan and the AR Foxes, but it's cool that we have a company that's really building around. You know, the stories you really come back to see are the Danny Paco story, the Kurt Stallion story, or, you know, the angle that we had at the end of the October uh, show. So yeah, that's really what we were striving for, is just keeping affordable for families and you know, people to come on to enjoy their Sundays. Yeah, and it's a great mix, like you said, of like, <clears throat> like I guess more like established talent, I guess you'd call it, versus maybe someone like Kurt Stallion, who like I didn't really know of until Glory Pro and Southern Underground Pro and that kind of stuff. But now in the, even like the scenic city uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, that kind of stuff. And the more that you see these guys, the more you realize like, wow, like I'm seeing these guys before you they get to NXT or before you they show up and evolve. Sometimes or like, like you're getting to see like. It, it's really cool for fans like me who kind of pride themselves on being like so hip to what's going on in like Ring of Honor or those kind of things. Because then when you, when you see someone kind of quote unquote make it on a big stage, you're like, oh yeah, I was a fan of them forever. But you can even go a layer B before that and see guys bef- like who are just as good as those guys. They just haven't had their break yet, or maybe they're just still learning. Whatever it is, but you get to get this cool like attachment as a fan of these guys before they really break out too. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Uh... Like you mentioned, you know, Curtis Valley, you know, like he had the top prospect tournament, he's, you know, he's becoming a regular in AEW, and same with Paco, and, you know, I really think it's cool that I think Glory Pro kind of gave him this platform. Not that they weren't noticed before, but, you know, kind of gave him that, that extra, boom, they needed to make that next step in their career. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, speaking of, of you, KLD, um, who do you, I, I see, like, uh, uh, there's certain guys that I kind of see, like, within your in-ring style, because you're a big dude, you're a thick guy, but you can move, like, you do a, you do, like, a spinning heel kick that you look like a, like a cruiserweight, you know what I mean, and, uh, like, I'd imagine a, a big part of that is kind of coming from a guy, maybe looking at a guy like Kevin Owens, or a guy like Michael Elgin, uh, some of these guys who, like, are bigger dudes, but can do everything, um, kind of, where does your style come from, is it kind of guys like that, or, or were there guys you watched maybe growing up that you kind of incorporate that too? Well, honestly, the guys I watched growing up, the reason, the reason I wrestle the way I do is I, I'm huge on the cruiserweight division when I've been watching Nitro back in the day. So that explains that. Hell yeah. Uh, I love watching, I love watching you know, Chris Jericho, Dean Linko, Petty, uh, Ray, all those guys. Like, of course, you know, the top guys in WCW were what brought the attention to it. You know, he had the Hogan and Luger and all that. But what kept me watching was the cruiserweights. And I, you know, I still to this day go back and watch old Nitro just to watch the cruiserweights wrestle. So I always been... I think that's just an athletic background that's kind of what helped me with that. Um, I've always been involved in sports, you know, I was here, I played soccer and baseball, and then once I got into middle school, you know, I was always playing basketball and wrestling during the winter, and, you know, I got to high school, you know, I played football and wrestled, so I think just having an athletic background always made me want to strive to be more than your average big man, I guess, and uh, so yeah, but that, that mix with watching the old cruiserweights back in the day is kind of, you know, 
Hey, I hear that, man. I, you know, just for what it's worth, I'm 29 years old. Grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, like I said. So WCW was my childhood. Like I grew up on that stuff. And I'll just mention a name. I never hear it. Uh, Blitzkrieg might be like the most underrated dude I've like ever watched. Oh yeah, man. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so when I hear WCW cruiserweights, I'm always like, I try to make a point of like, hey, don't forget about Blitzkrieg or Blitzkrieg Jr. You know, because you know, there's like, there's like this whole crop of guys that were like. Because I think he actually retired like fairly young, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think he got out of wrestling. But there's a lot of dudes that are like the unsung heroes of the, that WCW generation, like Silver King or like Cyclope or any of those guys. Like those oh, guys yeah, were putting well. in some serious work, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as far as uh, just kind of other stuff going on right now uh, with your career in pro wrestling, like so you're traveling all over the place, doing all these shows. Um, is there anyone that you have yet to get in the ring with that you're like really looking forward to, to facing off with or anyone maybe wrestled recently that uh, not, you know, not to discredit anyone, but maybe kind of surprised you and you were like, Oh wow, this guy's, this guy's really good. This is someone people need to know about. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm really bummed out that Donovan, uh, Donovan Dijon got signed before he had a chance to go. Cause I was really wanting that one. But, uh, yeah, the one that I have in 2017, yeah, I still like to wrestle Keith Lee. Uh, I think, I think that'd be a lot of fun. got a lot of buzz on him right now he's doing a lot of big things um and rightfully so he's another big dude who just does it all um well hey so like southern underground i saw you there um how are you liking doing those shows driving out here to nashville with their smaller crowds but they're intimate crowds and you get some like really hardcore wrestling fans and it really i mean it's called southern underground pro but it really does feel like an underground promotion like you really feel like you're kind of part of something cool watch and that you follow like are showing up because I won't name any names and you're probably privy to it as well but you know I know Jesse Butler and Kevin two of the guys that run the promotion and they've been kind of giving me little clues on you know or little things here and there about plans that they have going forward and they're really going to be doing some big stuff I feel like for 2018 so I'm really looking forward to seeing the progression of that company here in Nashville um, and now I remember what I was going to ask you just a moment ago you mentioned Donovan, Donovan Dijak um, I know that we had talked like really briefly at the Southern Underground show, uh, but just remind me, how long have you been like training and wrestling for? How long have you been in the business? Uh, 
Okay, and that's what was leading me into asking that question because you, know, you see a guy like Donovan Dijak or a guy like Gunnar Miller, for instance, some of these guys who like I know just have not been doing it very long but are making strides very, very quickly. Um, what do you think? What do you think it is that that's kind of making that happen now? Because I feel like is is it maybe like the accessibility, like the the ability for like fans to find uh, like independent pro wrestling content nowadays? Because it seems like some of these guys like yourself, Keith Lee, I mean Donovan Dijak. These guys are like making a name like way way more quickly than I feel like you used to be able to like 10 15 years ago outside of a major promotion. Yeah, um back then too, I feel like there wasn't as many outlets, I guess, would be one factor. Uh second factor is, you know, some guys just keep it, you know, quicker than others, you know. I mean like I said, maybe back then if the cat did, they just had, you know, like as many platforms to show that on and nowadays, you know, there's there's really cool indies. I mean, almost anywhere you go these days. And like I said, there, you know, just some guys just get hit faster than others. And, you know, they get out there and they kill it and others take notice. And once you know, once you catch fire, everybody wants you. So I think that's, you know, one thing that helps out of it. People, um, you know, guys like that. It's just, they, they get it, you know. Like, they, they're really good at what they do and they do it well. And, and you know, promoters take notice and you're next to another everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. About their places and sports. Um, I just think it's really cool, um, you know, like, like you said, the guys are about to break out, you know, we were talking about Coach Stallion and Paco, and, uh, you know, just on the verge before, you know, becoming, like, the big, big stars in the industry, and I think it's cool that, like, I think some of the underground pro is, like, full on those guys, you know, you got, you know, Coach Stallion, Champ, and you got, you know, Gunnar Miller's there now, and, uh, Donovan Danhausen, and I think it's just full of guys that are just ready to, you know, break out at any second, so, that's one of the things I really enjoy about, you know, subgraphs. Um, yeah, and, and it's a lot of these names that you're seeing, like, at multiple shows. It's like, when I pop into, like, a Glory Pro show, now I feel like, I, like I'm, like, recognizing, like, the talent there. And then, like, I go to Southern Underground, I'm like, oh, these are some of the same guys. But then I start seeing other dudes, like, uh, like Glory Pro a couple months, or back in October, I think it was. Uh, I think it was October, maybe it was... No, you know what, it was the show that, uh, that Chuck Taylor was on. I just can't remember, I'm getting all my dates all screwed up. But there was like like uh, was August. August. Okay, you're right. And they brought an Ethan Page, and uh, like I was. That's where I was introduced to a guy like Space Monkey. I had no idea what Space Monkey was, and oh, okay. and when I saw that show, I was like, this is genius. Like the fans are loving it. They bring bananas. They he eats the bananas. Like he's like he's like talking half English, half monkey talk. But it's like there's something for everyone at these shows. Absolutely, I don't think I'd love to make these crazy things. He's so much fun to work with, but, you know, like you said, that character's just funny. Like, uh, I wrestled with him at Freeland in Chicago a couple months ago, and he was a, a surprise entrant in our match, and holy, like, when he walked through the curtain that place, he erupted. it, like, my ears were, like, still somewhat raining from that night, because, like you said, it's just geeking, dude. It's just so humble with the crowd, it's so awesome, just to pull off something like that. That's something I love about pro wrestling, especially independent pro wrestling. Is like some some of the stuff that sounds like the like the most outlandish, outlandish, just ridiculous ideas gets the most over with the crowd. Like you just got to try everything. Saying earlier, like it, it comes back, it reverts to the fact you know guys that just get hit. You know they play it well, it does the part well, and that's that's why it's so over with the fans. He's just he, he's so good at what he does. Yeah, absolutely.
Um, KLD, what's what are your uh, what are your big goals in wrestling? Like, are is like WWE NXT is that like kind of the big goal, or is it more just to enjoy yourself and just work where you can, stay busy, uh, kind of a mix of the two? Kind of what are your what are your goals within the professional wrestling industry? Um, well, I, there was a point in time about two years ago where I would tell you if you're a pro wrestler and you say the goal is in WWE, then I, I would call you a wrestler. But I think my my kind of changed over time, man. Um. I think it's a lot like, I, I'm so rooted in St. Louis. I love where I live. I love my family. I love my girlfriend. I love being here in St. Louis. Um, so I'm, I'm really rooted here. So I don't know how I feel about, you know, picking up, packing up, and moving 14 hours away from Florida, you know, to be signed with WWE. I work 300 days a year. I mean, I'm a workhorse. I'm a bunch of workhorse. But, you know, um, I, I just don't know what that would be for me, man. I'm really happy with what I'm doing now. The uh, I'd obviously like to be more. Uh, in 2016, I did, I did some stuff over in Europe, and when I got released from my contract this year, that was my next goal to get back out of the country. So that was, that was goal one, and I do have a tour lined up in Canada for January and December that I'm really excited about. And I'm talking to some guys in England, so I'm hoping I can make something happen sometime soon. But the main goal for 2018 is Japan, and I love to touch with the ball. I love to run all those, those guys and get there. they got some of the best talent going. Today, like you said earlier, uh, you know, WWE and Shane Lee's there. And, uh, yeah, I just think of all the, of all the Japan, the really two big goals I had for 2018. Cool. Well, I mean, I hope I see you. I mean, I'll, I'll follow you wherever you're going, man. I, I travel wherever I can if you're in the vicinity, you know, just trying to keep up with everything you and, you know, all, the, all you guys are up to. Uh, because what I think you guys are doing on the independent pro wrestling scene, I even feel weird calling it independent at this point because, like, these are these are real companies. Like, these are real companies that are bringing in real crowds and making real money. But, but you know, I think there's a lot to be said about a guy like Cody Rhodes or a guy like Neville. Like, these people that you hear about, you know, leaving the WWE or you guys like the Young Bucks, for instance, that just refuse to go because it's like, what's the point? Like, we have fans. We get to work the dates that we want to work, where we want to work, and, like, our fans are loyal, and they're coming to our shows and buying our merch, and, and like, so they, it's almost like the power is almost becoming more and more so in the hands of, like, the wrestler versus the promoter in, in some cases, and I think that's a really cool thing to see because you guys are the ones that are out there, you know, risking it all in, in the ring to do what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like you said, uh, it doesn't really isn't the end-all, be-all anymore when it comes to making money in professional wrestling these days, uh, you know, you can be on the Indies or, you know, exclusively sign with ROH or, you know, be, be more so your own boss with the lighter schedule than, you know, more so than signing with WWE, which I get, you know, I mean, this dream company, you know, like as a wrestler, you know, we all grew up watching WWE and, you know, sometimes that's just the end of, you know, like, that's the goal for most guys, but it really isn't that dumb, you know, when it comes to making a living anymore, because like you said, the Young Bucks, I, I, just sign with WWE, I think they would be making more money now than they would be if they had they signed. You know, the merchandise sales those guys had, and the other contracts they get, you know, between Japan and Ring of Honor and whatnot, being able to take bookings out of the country on their own to, to kind of make their own schedule that way. So, yeah, like, like you said, it's just really not the end of the anymore. Sure, and obviously, I, you know, companies like WWE are taking notice of that when I'm not, I'm not bringing this up to spark any debate or like talk trash about the WWE but I mean we all we all know that like you know the season desist stuff against the the elite over on like the bullet club and all that it's like the WWE is clearly paying attention to like like I even heard that because I was in Orlando over Wrestlemania weekend uh this past year and like the number one shirt 
in that whole weekend was the Bullet Club shirts. Like, they were all over the place. There were way more Bullet Club uh, shirts out there, just of people walking around in Orlando than there were any WWE shirts. And I even heard people that worked for the WWE out of their own mouths saying, like, hey, like, like they were noticing. They were like, what's up with this? Like, this is, these aren't our, our shirts, but they're everywhere. So it's it's like, they even now I think they're noticing, like, hold on a second, like, not that they're in any danger. I mean, it's the WWE. They're the, the McDonald's of, of wrestling. They're going to be around forever. But, right, but but it's cool to see. Not It's not cool that they're going, you know, going after people like the Young Bucks and stuff, but it is cool that they're noticing, like, okay, this is, these are, this is real, like, and we can't just, we can't just turn a blind eye to it. Like, these people are making a, bit, a good living, and they have a lot of fans behind them. All right, yeah, that's actually the cool thing about how those shirts got in the hot topic was, you know, WrestleMania weekend, uh, the guys that were on, I forget exactly who they are, but they worked for, you know, hot topic in some vicinity, and they saw the bullet club shirts everywhere, and they're like, holy crap, we need these in our stores. They went to WWE, and they're like, hey, we want these bullet club shirts in our store. <laughs> and WWE actually had to tell them, hey, those are going to our shirts, so they had to find a way to get in contact with those guys to get them there. So, I mean, that, that, that must be a pretty cool feeling for them, just, you know, <laughs> it's got to be humbling too, and you, and you also notice like uh, even guys that are bringing being brought into NXT nowadays, like they've stopped you know completely repackaging people. They're they're bringing them in as their names from the independent scene with their movesets, their characters. Like they're bringing in what's working, so that you know the fans can actually follow them in versus you know br- grabbing someone from the indies and completely repackaging them with a different name, different everything. And like sometimes it just doesn't work, but. But what these people have built for themselves on the indies, like it is working, so why fix what isn't broken? Yeah, absolutely. And it's really cool for guys to be able to, you know, carry on something that they created that they kind of made their own and you know built their own brand with. You know, see them get get a chance to shine on TV and whatnot. And I think it's also cool for the fans because you know it's just you know I mean I'm, I'm sure there's always a connection of Rocky Slack out here back when, you know. Uh, Chris Hero didn't change his name, you know, kept the scene, had to change his name, but I feel for the fan, they also have more, that more so connection with, oh, I watched Samoa Joe on the Indies, or I watched, you know, that Austin, uh, Austin interviews back before, you know, just something like that. I, I, it's hard to put the words I'm trying to say, but I feel like it's, uh, it's good for the fan, they feel more connection, they're more, more allowed to, you know, pay more attention to the products before they got whether it's by merch or, you know, if you buy tickets to come to the shows or, yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, and it's it's almost, and I get what you're saying. And we're not once again, we're not bashing the WWE, but it's also like, you know, don't don't kind of undermine my intelligence as a fan. Also, it's like I've been watching Samoa Joe for 15 years as Samoa Joe. Like I like if you were to bring him in as Joe the Destroyer or something, I'm gonna be like. It's Samoa Joe. Like, and the fans are going to be cheering. Even when, like, Hideo Itami came in, the crowd just chanting, Kenta, 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 Kenta. And it's like, you know, it's like, that's that's what they want. And that's who they know. So, you know, so why why fix it? So, anyway, man. Hey, KLD, I appreciate your time so much today, man. I wish I had longer to talk to you. Please let everyone know uh, where they can find your merchandise. And if you want to plug a couple, like, upcoming dates where people can find you, please do that as well. Yeah, cool. So, no, I appreciate you having me, man. I'd love to come back on sometime. Um, you can find me on Twitter at KLP underscore 1118. Uh, same thing for Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Kevin Lee Davidson, and then in quotations, KLB. 
For anyone listening, if you couldn't tell already, this is a obviously a very nice guy, and go approach him at a show. That's how we made this happen. I mean, just if you see him at a show and he's selling his his t-shirts or standing by his table or whatever it is, or just walking by, say hey, because he's incredibly approachable and a very very nice guy. So uh, once again, KLD, thanks again for your time today, and I'd be I'd be honored to have you back on the show sometime. No problem, man. Thank you for the kind words. I'm looking back. All right, everyone, and once again, that was Kevin Lee Davidson, KLD. Can't stress it enough. Such a nice guy. It was so great to have him on the show, and I can't wait to have him back because I definitely plan on inviting him uh, to come on and talk to us once again. Uh, please make sure to follow me on Twitter at FightTalk underscore. That's at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. Got a Facebook group as well to search at Fight Talk Podcast, all one word, or you can just search the words Fight Talk, and it should come up that way too. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. If you're subscribed on iTunes, please rate and comment. Just pop in a five-star rating like Dennis Reynolds. Any Always Sunny fans out there, I'm a five-star man. You'll get that if you watch the show. Uh, and if not, it's just going to sound like I'm crazy, which is fine. Maybe you'll remember to jump on there, give me five stars, and any comment that you want. Helps the podcast out so much. And I'm going to give you some free stuff courtesy of the sponsors that I'm going to mention right at the end of the show. But uh, please, please, it really helps out a lot. I know I say it all the time, but it is the truth. Um, also, uh, you can find my merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. That is whatamaneuver.net. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops. It's getting cold outside. Uh, a hoodie's probably a pretty good option. Just saying. Throwing it out there. You know. So, check it out. Whatamaneuver.net. Anything you do on there supports the show big time. Um, and now I'm going to talk about some people that also support the show and are the great sponsors of the Fight Talk podcast. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Heroes and Legends, the pro- professional wrestling collectible memorabilia company, uh, they've been around for 15 years, guys, and they're going to be at WrestleCade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So come say hey. They're bringing Ken Shamrock and Dan Severn with them. It's going to be a great time, November the 25th, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, WrestleCade. I plan on being there, too, so say hey to me also. Um, also, shout-out to Williamson Brothers Barbecue. I talked about Williamson Brothers Barbecue at the beginning of the show. I'll talk a little more in depth now. They are a family-run company that has three physical locations in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and it's... It's great because they've been around since, I, I believe, 1990, and they do really solid business. They buy, you know, all-natural gluten-free ingredients to put in their sauces, their rubs, spices. Everything is great, and they're, they're promoting all-natural stuff. You can even find it in Whole Foods. Uh, so, you know, that just speaks volumes about it. You can also find it online at Walmart.com to search at, uh, Williamson Bros in the search tab, or just go to their website, WilliamsonBros.com. Real easy, uh, but they're good people. They help help with their own local economy. They buy local when they can. I mean, I can't say enough good things. So please check them out and support Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Even if you got like a Kroger or a Publix around, there are a lot of those too. So not hard to find. Um, also, hit up Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing. He is doing some serious work. Uh, he's got a big fight coming up that he's cornering in a couple weeks. Uh, he's a pro wrestling. She's pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, I'm so used to talking about pro wrestling lately. I got to talk some MMA soon. Uh, probably today or tomorrow, actually, for uh, UFC 217. That just reminded me. Uh, Brian Jetson is a pro God, professional. Every time I say professional, I want to say professional wrestling. He's a professional boxing trainer, MMA conditioning expert, uh, just overall just good personal trainer out of Delgado Boxing in Sandy Springs, Georgia. That's in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Uh, give him a call at 404-316-4516 or email him directly at brian at delgadoboxing.net. That is B-R-Y-A-N at delgadoboxing.net. 
Uh, if you want to learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, learn self-defense, or just polish up existing skills, he's the guy for you. And like I said, he's cornering professional boxers right now, and he's 1-0 and right now, as of, I believe as of this recording, as a pro boxing cornerman. And like I said, there's some big fights coming up that he's involved with, so he's a good guy to call, good guy to email. If, even if you're not in the Atlanta area, uh, you know, you can still hit him up because he's, he'll still work something out with you and help you out. 100%, and he's, he's a great dude. So, uh, once again, Brian Benson at Dog Auto Boxing. And last but not least, my boy Matt over at WrestleRumble.com, always hooking us up. Uh, WrestleRumble.com is, like, my favorite service ever. I, you know, it's pro wrestling pick'em contest for fans, and you can win big cash prizes and big just custom prizes, too. I mean, just for example, this year alone, 2017, they gave away a, uh, an airbrush custom Money in the Bank briefcase for the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Uh, they gave out a bunch of artwork. I mean, they give out tickets, you know, good tickets to big shows. Um, and a lot of the time, the, the first place prize is, is like $500 cash. And then there's like second, third, sometimes up to like 10th place and prizes and free entries and all that good stuff. And it's just picking pro wrestling is the best. Uh, you know, uh, coming up next, I believe, is Survivor Series. They might be doing something for War Games as well. You got to check it out yourself and uh, stay up to date. Uh, just go to Twitter, follow them at Wrestle Rumble, or of course jump on WrestleRumble.com. They got some T-shirts on there too that are cool. I wear those all the time. Uh, me and Zach Epstein, who's a part of the show, uh, he, we're always repping that uh, Wrestle Rumble stuff. So you know, check it out. And you know, just for example, like. You'll go on WrestleRumble.com, you'll, you'll get some entries, and basically, like, there's going to be just who's going to win, who's going to lose. If it's, like, a multi-man or multi-woman match, who's going to take the pinfall, who's going to do the pinfall, uh, or submission, will there be a count-out, disqualification? If Brock Lesnar's in the match, usually how many suplexes will be Suplex City? Uh, you know, how many F5s? Will somebody go through a, a ring table? Blah, blah, blah. So there's, like, all these really cool things, and it feels like you're, you're on, like, FanDuel or uh, DraftKings or something like that, um, you know, some sort of service like that, and you're playing fantasy pro wrestling. And it's it's just great because how many times are you sitting on the couch going, man, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. You, you hit up your friends on Twitter or whatever and, you know, can't wait to see this. I, I heard that this is going to happen. Blah, blah. Well, guess what? You can win money to know about pro wrestling once again at WrestleRumble.com. So um, thank you once again to all my sponsors I just mentioned before. Uh, thank you for uh, for listening, everybody. I'll be back really soon. Like I said, we got a uh, UFC prediction podcast that I'll be doing for UFC 217 that'll go up any day now. I'll also have a review for that show, I believe, as well. And I also have a conversation ready for you guys from Dylan Hales, who is the SUP Southern Underground Pro uh, commentator, as well as a promoter for all the stuff that goes on in the Chattanooga area, like the SCI Phoenix City Invitational Tournament. Uh, they have the upcoming trios soon. I, I also see him up at Glory Pro. He's a real good dude. We had an awesome conversation uh, the other day as well, and I plan on airing that for you next week too. So, uh, hey, once again, thank you very much for listening. Thank you today uh, once again to my guest, Kevin Lee Davidson, a.k.a. KLD, and, you know, thanks to my sponsors. Thanks to everybody who helps and supports the show. And, you know, I'll be back soon. Hey,